the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or an individual and you need health insurance, you need to make this free call. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com VoiceAmerica.com welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now here's the host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody. I'm so glad that we were able to fix our technical difficulties because I have... The beautiful Diane Chandler on the phone with me. Hi, Diane. Hi, Cindy. <laughs> and you're laughing. <laughs> I'm always laughing. <laughs> I know you are. I know you are. And I'm so glad that you're here. Me too. Diane, you know what? She was back in, you know, you could see Diane Chandler back in Playboy magazine. Oh, I don't know, 19... 19... What? Yes, 1966. <laughs> but the cool thing is, is that they keep seeming to um, repeat themselves because um, five years ago they had my centerfold in the um, article at the back that said 35 years ago this month, and they had a little article. And then last September, when they had the girls next door on the front and back covers, they had it again. And there was a picture of the centerfold and a column about, um, you know, when I was in originally. And uh, that one I'm going to um, get autographed by um, Bridget and Holly. They told me they would when I was out at the Playmate luncheon. Oh, God. Are you so... I said to them, I don't know if you girls ever read your whole issue, but I'm the one way in the back that was from 40 years ago, and their little eyes just opened so wide, like, <laughs> years ago, they couldn't even imagine how I'm not in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> but they said well, they far from that, far from that. <laughs> totally far from a wheelchair, we know that. Yeah, that's for sure. And then in this month's issue, this September... Um, there's an article toward the front of the magazine, and it's a picture of all the girls or many of the girls that were at the luncheon in May, and there's my smiling face right in the very front row. <laughs> your, your favorite. Look at that. They never put you in the back of the room. They keep on playing you over and over again. You're a classic. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I just, it's been such an experience. It's been like the best the best thing that could happen to anybody. <laughs> I know. Come on. Okay, so, you know, you're just like a college girl, right? I right. mean, pretty much it. You're like a little college girl in Illinois. Right. Right. <laughs> Minding <laughs> your own business. <laughs> yeah, I was like just a kid that fell off the turnip truck. I mean, I had no idea how I managed to, you know, land in the magazine. I mean, it was just so, such a... Uh, serendipitous occasion to but, use a very 60s term. Yeah, yeah, well, people understand 60s now. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I understand serendipitous. I was born, I know. 
but um, you're not quite old enough to understand it. You, <laughs> I, I am quite old enough to understand it. I'm getting. I, I feel like I got older. I don't know. It's, it's funny. Like I left Playboy, and then like my age started. You know, something happened. I don't know. Because <laughs> Playboy, well, of course, is the fountain of youth, so I was able to stay like 30 for a long time. <laughs> well, you know what they say now. They say you know, 60s the new 40, 50s the new 30. I mean, hey, as far as I'm concerned, Vanity Fair is the Bible. I mean, if they say that that's true. <laughs> I know. Well, listen, I'm telling you, you, like, you know, you don't look like a 1960s playmate to me, okay? <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, I think it's all in your attitude, you know? I really do. No, it's totally true. And you know what? It's funny. We, You know, you saw the e-card that Motivox yeah. Broadcasting produced for you. And the yeah. picture of you sitting, I guess, it looks like at a GlamourCon. Am I right? Uh-huh. You know, yes. with your little bunny T-shirt is adorable. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, but, like, it's very, the thing that's so great about it is, you know, you also, you know, you kind of see your the cover of the magazine that Pompeo, shot, you know, shot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, he caught such a great look with you, too. Yeah. He was a genius. He, he was just not only a genius, but just the nicest man you could possibly imagine. I mean, not one of the girls who ever worked with him didn't just worship the ground he walked on. Everybody from Donna Michelle to Han- Helen Antonacio to, um, oh gosh, there were so many, but uh, everybody just, you know, just loved him like he was their own uncle or grandfather or something. I, you know what? I had the pleasure of meeting him. I'm very lucky. I'm so happy that I did because oh, yeah. the first time we were one of my first um, more national gigs for Playboy when I joined the company uh-huh. was looking for the 35th anniversary playmate. Uh-huh. So, oh God, and you know, like now it's just been like 55 or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was looking for the 35th anniversary playmate and, you know, he was doing a national tour, you know, kind of yeah. going from place to place. Right. But it was my job to just make sure that he could get some press interviews while he was coming to New York, you know, to, yeah. you know, yeah. say, and, and everybody, I think, you know, anybody that watched Pompeo on television just thought he was so elegant and such a gentleman that they found it hard that he was just a playboy, you know, exactly. a playboy naked women photographer. Right. I mean, he was so continental and polite and humble, just so humble. And he spoke so softly and, uh, you know, he took his, I mean, all during my shoot when we went down to University of Illinois to do the kind of um, little bio story that went with the pictures, he brought his wife with and, you know, she was she was there during some of the shootings of the centerfold. She would just come in and sit down and do her needlepoint while while he was shooting, and, um, you know, I mean, he was just the well, most... Yeah, no, you know what? It was all art to them, because w- what country was he from? I don't remember. I know he wasn't um, from here. It wasn't... It, he almost... You would think it was Italy, but I think it was not. I think it was, like, Yugoslavia. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I thought he was kind of Croatian or, you yeah, know, some yeah, kind yeah. of... Or Serbian. I, I think Something I remember like him that. telling me that. So you have to remember... Even, you know, because he was an older gentleman, yeah. well, maybe not that older when he shot you, but when I met him, <laughs> you know, I would say that it was easy to say that he was an older gentleman, uh-huh. um, you know, and he was just, 
so great. I mean, it, uh, he. I mean, so sweet, just yes. so yes. sweet. And I don't think that. Remember, when you're in Europe or you're in the Ukraine or you know any of the you know Serbian or Croatia, right. nudity didn't mean the same to them there that no. it did to the U.S. Right, exactly. So, you know, he grew up in a culture that, you know, was very, very different. I mean, yeah. you know, to him, people yeah. were nude in, you know, they mm-hmm. were nude on the beaches and right. nude and paintings. They all statues of nude people all over in all their beautiful cities and stuff. There's all artwork and statues and things that, you know, people in um, towns like Louisville or somewhere would probably say, we can't have that statue in the middle of our town or, or that fountain. Or, or you had to bring up Louisville. Did <laughs> 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 you rack with the hated city in the universe? I think I'm going to start like a whole thing. <laughs> you know how you're like really good at sending out political information because you're very passionate about it and you've always been oh, pretty yeah. political, you know? I think I'm going to send out like an email just naming Louisville as the most awful awful place to live in the world of the nation (laughs) okay i mean you know and i'm going to list like all of the things that i've encountered there which you know i talked to you about the racism and right you know the ku klux klan worshiping and you know the things that we thought were a part of yesterday right no you know it's just like you still see bumper stickers here in atlanta that say forget hell Ah! <laughs> but Atlanta you know, is more sophisticated. Say, really? I mean, well, very few. I mean, Atlanta has really, really only thirty-two percent of the people who live in Georgia were born here. So, I mean, most, especially Atlanta, it's pretty cosmopolitan. But if you get out of town a little ways, out into the, the sticks, uh, boy, you got the pickup trucks with the rifle racks and. No, that was Kentucky, baby. That <laughs> yep, was Kentucky. Yep. You, could always use, you could always use that old W.C. Fields line about Louisville, but you could change it. He used uh, Philadelphia, but remember he had that, uh, it, it was a contest, and the first prize was a week in Louisville, and the second prize was two weeks in Louisville. Oh, did he? I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Yeah. hilarious. It's so funny. And I know that you just you got such a kick out of me, you know, Miss oh. New York Cosmopolitan. It's just yes. like, really, it's such a screenplay. Such a screenplay. Yes, yes, it is. Oh, gosh. I'll tell you. I mean, I, I won't, I mean, until I have to or whatever, I don't ever want to sever my ties with Playboy. I mean, it's just been, it continues to be fun. I mean, um, you know, there's always something new and, and different happening. And um, now this TV show that has, I, everywhere I go, I've got, you know, people, mostly middle-aged women, yes. coming up to me and saying, you know, oh, do you know the girls next door? Have you met them? What are they like? Oh, my gosh, did you see this issue? Or this uh, uh, episode, 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 yeah, you know, and um, you know that thing is just taking off and going great guns over there. No, oh, it's really it's interesting. I, you know, it's it's a perfect evolution for what Hef would have wanted to happen yes. as yes. an octogenarian. Because um, yes. you know, it's funny when people say. When when people always say to me, "Oh my God, do you know Holly? Do you know Bridget? And what's Kendra really like?" I mean, it's it's fabulous for me because it shows me that once again the enthusiasm for the brand has been born, 
Yes. And it actually is its very warm to me because it demonstrates to me that Hef personally really would have wanted a TV show about his life every day on E! Yes. Um, you know, there's yes. n- nothing more that he could have hoped for because right. he loves being in the limelight. He does, he and does. What he, and yeah, go ahead. He, well, he just said, yeah, you know, he believes in himself, and he believes that, you know, he worked hard and said the right things and stood up for the right things at the right time and consequently was rewarded for them, and he likes to show that to people that, you know, look, I am successful by by being a writer and by, um, you know, using some clever uh, ideas like, uh, you know, inventing clubs and, um, you know, all the things that he did that made him rich and famous and he wants people to see that you know now he did succeed and 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 very well and i'm sure it's very gratifying to to him to think that you know uh there are still you know i guess remote pockets of places in this country where they don't sell the magazine but here it is on um you know one of the most probably one of the top 20 television shows, uh, you know, in the country. So and uh, so that's so got to be very gratifying for him. It, no, I, it's the way that, you know how he likes to describe his life as like, you know, a play. Yeah. You know, with yeah. a beginning, a middle, and an end. Right. And, um, you know, I, he wouldn't, I, it's just so perfect for him. So at least it, it warms me because I know that he's happy. Right. Um, and, you know. And he a, looks great, doesn't he? Yeah, he I mean, really does. Goodness, I, when I saw him in May, I was, I thought, he just went tripping up to the stairs there to give the Playmate of the Year, her, Sarah Underwood, her roses and stuff, and he spoke and he was, I swear he looked better this year than he did about five years ago when I saw him. Well, I think that he has what he wants. I think that, yeah. I think he's at peace with himself a little it, bit. Yep. You know, it, he, exactly. There, there was a time, you know, brilliant men always want more. Right. I mean, you yep. know, especially yep. brilliant men that know that the press is a great tool to shine yes. the light on them. Exactly. And, you know, he really managed to design his life in a way that, you know, he wouldn't have it any differently. He's covered on, like, the number, you're right, the top ten television shows in the country. Yeah, and, and plus he can look around him, and, and, and I think now that, you know, the boys are not babies anymore, he can see that his his sons have turned into, you know, fine young men, and, um, you know, he sees potential for them. His daughter is certainly successful and, um, you know, does a wonderful job. I mean, gee, who could ask for more? No, really. He really, I mean, this is, you know, has been his glory. But, you know, it's it's interesting for those of us, on the other hand, you know, who, you know, were a part of Playboy at a different time. Yeah. You know, we see yeah. how, you know, the brand is, shi- the media is shining on Hef, and that's great. But the thing that's happening right now, there's a little bit of a shift where, you know, the people that go to the mansion are a little different, except when he invites all of the, you know, all yeah. of you guys over. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. on an ongoing basis, it's, the mansion has changed a lot. Now, I think that's a matter of the times, and that's fine, but, you know, I remember, um, and God, this was quite some time ago. Do you remember when Catherine Scott had our party about her bunny book? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I, I remember it was, Easter and April, and it was right near the Playmate of the Year party, and 
I was like always freaking out because I always had too much to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> another party. Another party. I have to make it happy. Another party. Another party. <laughs> and um, you but know. you looked like you were having such a great time at every one of them. You looked like you were attending a party, not planning a party. But that was the key. You see, <laughs> I had to like you know I, I had to enjoy the party after the things that I had to do got done. Right. Right. You know and. <laughs> You know, it was like the most stressful thing for me always was making sure that there was enough press there that was, you know, to make half happy. If I didn't have, I mean, so there was always such pressure to, you know, especially at a Playmate of the Year party. You remember how that was set up. Yeah. still set up this way. And that is, you know, we had to have the cameras go back and forth from the library to the movie room. Right. Did Did you know that? No, I, I mean I did. I, mean, I remember seeing them, you know, moving and all around and stuff. But I didn't. I didn't realize that there was that much. See, I, it's hard for us to really know exactly what all goes be- on behind the scenes. Just know that there's a lot. There is a lot going on behind the scenes because, as playmates, we see our bosses. You know, yourself, James, uh, Rob, people like this, and everybody scurrying around doing things. They take a moment, you know, just to have a second to say hi. But then, you know, they had, you know, Bill Farley, and you know, everybody had to be rushing around doing things, and we didn't really know exactly what was going on with all that. Why we were all nervous and not saying hello to you when we were behind those curtains? Yeah. I mean, uh, okay, well, you know what? I'll let you know everything that goes on behind the curtains because, you know, it's a whole different part of Playboy, seriously. And you know what? It was just, like, really, especially for Playmate of the Year because that's when he wanted, like, you know, he thought that that was the most important thing in the universe. Uh, And, um, you know, so what happened was you guests would all come in. Okay. Uh-huh. And you you wanted big hugs from us and all of that kind of stuff and we were all tense and everything and you thought we had nervous breakdowns. But you know what? After this break I'll tell you more. Okay. Diane Chandler, stay tuned, Dianchandler dot com. Okay. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. Festivals. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production of 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment, that's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L, entertainment, Dot com or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio, rock and roll productions, we do it all. www.rakn.rollentertainment.com
Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or an individual and you need health insurance, you need to make this free call and see how the Mega Life and Health Insurance Company can help you get it. They specialize in helping the self-employed and individuals just like you who need affordable health insurance to get it. Here's the number. Call right now. 888-459-4825. 888 459 4825 Don't take risks with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or an individual and you need affordable family health insurance, call now. 888-459-4825 888-459-4825 Not available in all states. Exclusions and limitations apply. North Richland Hills, Texas. Policy series on file. Not licensed in New York. Muscular Development presents No Bull Radio, bringing you the latest news, gossip, and controversy from the world of bodybuilding. Uncensored, uncompromised, and unrestrained in true MD style. Hosted by the infamous muscle mob, Larry Pepe, John Romano, and Dave Palumbo. Welcome top IFBB professional bodybuilders, industry insiders, and characters you won't find anywhere else every week. No Bull Radio broadcasts each Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. If you've ever wondered what the Stern Show would sound like if Howard was a bodybuilding fan, then tune in and find out. Noble Radio, uncensored, uncompromised, unrestrained. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Cindy Rakowitz. We're back with Diane Chandler, a classic, dianechandler.com, if you want to take a look who she is. <laughs> I have a MySpace page, too. Oh, you do? You can tell, you can shout out at everybody what your MySpace page is. <laughs> it's just regular, www.myspace.com slash Diane Chandler. <laughs> oh, my God. So do you, are you do, I'm so proud of you. Look at you. I like, do you have like, 25,000 friends? No, as a matter of fact, I decided that I really didn't have time to have a gazillion friends. And so I limited it pretty much to people that I personally know whose work um, I have heard and I recommend. Because I did get a million requests, but lots of them were for these like punk rock bands and all kinds of (laughs) People <laughs> I didn't know anything about, and I thought, gee, I don't know. As a, as a matter of fact, a friend who was in a band had um, his their music really isn't like this, but they tried to make their um, MySpace page look really cool, and they had a couple of the guys in the band looking like gangster rappers. <laughs> holding guns up, you know, and it was the day after the Virginia Tech situation that he sent it to me and I um, called him and told him on the phone I said Ryan I, you know I love you dearly and it's all of 24 or something right of course <laughs> and, doesn't and, even know uh, what he's doing uh, probably yeah well actually he is Cynthia Kay playboy photographer and six time cover girl model. I remember Cynthia Kay sure yeah. Yeah, she, well, she's my, more or less my neighbor. She lives about ten minutes from me, and about Friday afternoons we sit together out on her outside deck and have a glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Benching. <laughs> <laughs> and 
and uh, no, we are very, very good buddies. And um, uh, as a matter of fact, she's getting ready to go out and shoot the next uh, Playboy um, Girls of something, Girls of some college, I don't know, Midwest. Oh, yeah, right, the college stuff. That's yeah, exactly. Good. She goes with George Giorgio. Um, but this fellow, I mean, I, this is the... Uh, boyfriend of her daughter and i told him i said ryan i mean having been just after the day after the virginia tech shootings i said ryan i'm sorry i will not put your myspace page up there with weapons on the front of it with handguns i i i did he understand complete i was afraid to tell him i thought oh i'm going to look like such an old fuddy-duddy and you know but i told i said ryan i have to be true to what i really believe and and he was not only very delighted that I told him. He was surprised, and so were the other guys in the band, and they said, gee, we never thought that anybody would take it like that. We're so glad you told us that. You're right. That conveys the wrong impression. That's not the conve- the way we want our music to be perceived. You see, isn't it cute because all of these little, it's so funny, like all of these, you know, little little bands, they want to make statements about things, and sometimes they don't really get the connection of how it could be so offensive. Exactly, exactly. And so he changed it, and the next day I got an application, you know, I said, um, uh, you know, I... he he changed the whole thing and it's now called Custom Deluxe. Oh, that's and, hilarious! And it's on. Uh, and then uh, uh, Cynthia's daughter Marissa is on my MySpace page, as is Cynthia. And um, there's just a few other people on there that are people that I know and, as I say, I'm friends with and stuff. Because I really, I'm not interested in having 20 million quote unquote friends that I don't even know. Well, you know yeah. what? That's Here's the difference in times again, because I told you we were going to take, like, look, you know, 30 years back and compare them to now. And, you know, what's a friend really today? I mean, you know, a friend that you had or that I had were friends that we really hung out with and were able to have face-to-face time with. And we could really, at least they were an acquaintance. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, now it's like, you know, you talk to each other on MySpace and you become a MySpace friend. It's a virtual friend. It's scary. Right, exactly. And then you have all of their friends, you know, kind of hooked up to you too, more or less. And, you know, you don't even know, you've never talked to these people or anything. And, uh, you know, so I don't, I mean, I have uh, Dr. Victoria's Drock up there because she's been a good friend for many years. And, oh, good, you know, good. Yeah, you know, and I just feel like, hey, I like Jenny Lavoie, uh, playmate Jenny Lavoie, um, and, uh, you know, just people that I, like I said, that I know and I can vouch for them and their work and the kinds of things that they that like to do and things. So um, I'm sure that I just put this up not too long ago, a couple months ago, because um, I really, like I said, I knew I wasn't going to have time uh, having talked to a few friends who say, oh, I'm on it all day long. And I, thought, I don't have time to they be They are. I had, to write, I had to write an, e- an email to all of my staffers saying no personal MySpace use during company time. <laughs> you know, because actually we do, like, you know, we represent Derek Fisher, the basketball player. So we oh. do have interns that actually add friends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yes, you're still you're, the same old slave driver, huh? <laughs> same, well, I'm very mellow, though. I'm, you know what? It's like, it, it's almost like I had a lobotomy. The people there, like, people say, oh, my God, Cindy's so nice. She's too maternal. But so the, <laughs> the nice side of me has really, in you know, as I got into my 40s, 
has really come out, and I'm like, you have no idea of who I really am. <laughs> and they don't believe me. They look at me like I'm a, an old senile lady or something like that. But it's like yeah. I, you know, the thing that happened with me is I, you know, I had to take a look in the mirror and, you know, see yeah. that even though I was very, very successful during my Playboy years, I was, you know, kind of yeah. rough. I was kind of, you know, right. a tyrant. Yeah, and, and I mean. You know, you have so much talent and everything. It would have been crazy for you to just say, well, okay, I'm going to retire now and stay home and garden or knit or something. Uh, not me, not me. I know. I mean, so. I just couldn't see you doing that at no, all. No, not ever. But you know what? There was a shift, and it, and it, it does, you know, it comes with experience and stuff like yep. that. And yep. you know what? It, it, I, I did it because that was the way that, particularly when I came to Los Angeles, but I was pretty bad in New York, too. But... <laughs> But they all love me, and they all keep in touch with me, you know, so, you know, yeah. they forgive me for it. But, um, you know, when I got to L.A., you know, Hef always wanted me to emulate him, you know. He yeah. really wanted me, if you know, if I didn't get things done on time, like for a Playmate of the Year party, okay, I uh-huh. mean, it would fall on me. I mean, it would fall on me. So, oh. you know, if a staff person wasn't on it, like making sure that the Playmate of the Year was downstairs on time to do her first interview with E! or Entertainment Tonight or the local NBC or whatever it was, okay, yeah. I mean, I would get it, and I Ooh. would get it bad. I I'm mean, because sure. everything was timing. So I had to do an yeah. itinerary, Mary O'Connor, I had to get, like, you know, a minute-by-minute, minute, you know, itinerary. Yeah. And yeah. I mean this, 10.30, you know, Playmate of the Year comes downstairs. First crew already in library waiting to do interview. Ten yeah. thir- you know, and then it would be like 1040, you know, 10.40, um, move into the other room for, you know, interview with, you know, takeout right. or whatever uh, right. it was. Yeah, exactly. Well, but he's such a perfectionist. You know, that's the thing. I mean, I you know, I can imagine it must be you know, horrible to try. I mean, horrible but wonderful at the same time. But to be working for a guy who's just such a perfectionist, um, you know, I mean, I've known an awful lot of people who've worked for Playboy uh, behind the scenes, I mean, as well as knowing lots of Playmates, known lots of people, of course, in the Chicago office and in the L.A. office. And mm-hmm. and, um, and I know, I mean, you know, <laughs> we used to tease for many years about, you know, no, you know, don't get paid well. You work there for the honor and glory of working for Playboy. <laughs> right. It was the, exactly. We were the yeah. army. We were the army. Right. But, right. Um, you know. Yeah. But that's it. I mean, but you love. You know, it's a it's a different thing when you love your job, and you really feel. Um, proud to work where you are uh you 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 know you don't mind that much if they they say well gee i could be making more if i lived in new york city and worked as an accountant well (laughs) i mean that's that's not you know where it's at i mean when you have an opportunity to work for a place like playboy um you know you just really feel special and it makes you want to give your all and do your very best and you have to be really good at what you do to get into uh, senior management like you were in. No, well, you have to really prove yourself, especially if you're going to be on on the team that handles half. Yeah. You know, you have to really be on your game. You exactly. To... And, and you were the first woman. I mean, you didn't have anybody to, to really emulate because you were the first woman to ever attain such a position of responsibility in a, a men's magazine culture. I, mean, well, I don't know like, about, I mean, in the PR side, yes, most definitely. But, um, you know, I have to say this. I mean, 
yes, I received the corporate officer status, which was all very good and a little different, but I have to say, Marilyn Grabowski was a pioneer in that before me because, you know, she became very, very powerful, although she didn't have, you know, she wasn't a corporate officer of the company, so she didn't have to, you know, face... She didn't have the exposure that you did. Excuse the expression. (laughs) Well, I don't know if it's exposure. (laughs) I I just think that, you know, she didn't have to have her fingers in the business side of the business as much as I did. So I think her exposure, you know, pretty much anybody that she shot always thanked Marilyn Grabowski and all that kind of stuff. Anybody who knew her, but I mean people outside of the company who, you know, who didn't personally know her didn't really know at all that she even existed whereas at least you know you were like on the masthead and stuff i mean people you knew all these people in the press and everything because that was your job right Um, right no i I think that's you know it's true i but again it was the annual reports and all of that kind of stuff is what made my job you know Uh so very difficult because you know i had to deal with the circus at the mansion but then at the same time you know, I had to deal with a lot of other stuff about the corporation. Yeah. I mean, you know, yes, yes, you know, uh, things that were happening, you know, with New York and Chicago and all that kind of stuff, right. nationally, worldwide. But you know, yeah, I mean, I, I'm very, very happy with where my career went with Playboy. Um, you know, it was I, I gave it about two years to ruminate whether or not I should stay or leave. So it was a very tough decision for me. I'm sure. Oh gosh, yeah, I'm sure. I. <laughs> Because look, it's they you take care of them, they're gonna take care of you. Well listen, we have to take another break. Stay okay. tuned and we'll talk more. All right. Okay. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production of 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R A K N R O L L Entertainment.com. Or call 1 818 597 0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, Rack and Roll Productions. We do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. 
The ability to wield power, shape the environment and the outcome, and the desire to make things happen are essential characteristics of all great leaders. Explore the essence of leadership from an insider's point of view on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio, international coach, consultant, and advisor to leaders for over 20 years. Get the unvarnished inside story on how leaders in the spotlight take the critical decisions that deliver exceptional, real-world results and why they sometimes spectacularly and publicly fail as well. Tune into Leadership Intuitions for a behind-the-scenes look at what gets great leaders up in the morning and what keeps them up at night. Go beyond the conventional advice about what great leaders are and what they do and learn how to create your own personal legacy as a leader. Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio broadcasts each Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, Power, Achievement, Relationships. Join Patricia Raskin, host of Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com, Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Positive Living, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on VoiceAmerica.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Now back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. We're back, we're back, and we have to fill the airwaves, Diane, because we just have so much to talk about, so it has to be action-packed. Okay. <laughs> we go on and on and on, DianeChandler.com. We don't stop. We just, like, have a plethora of information. Oh, I'm going to start listening to this station all the time. During your commercials, I could hear all kinds of interesting things that... <laughs> Amazingly, go on out in California. I'm always amazed when I go out there. They have all these innovative things happening and the stuff. And, and I heard some interesting things during your commercial break there. And uh, I'm going to start listening. Uh, well, listen, Voice America, Motivox, you know, and Voice America yep. is the number one talk station in the world. Number one oh. internet talk station in the oh. world. It is. It's kind of cool, you know. It's, yes, it's, it's it really little, is. Well, it's not, you know what, it's funny. A lot, it's not necessarily California-based. The, you know, it, it, Voice America and Motivox have studios in both Phoenix and San Diego. So, oh. you know, oh. they're not exactly in the middle of Los Angeles or anything <laughs> <Yeah>. like that. <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> no, no. Um, but, you know what, there's like, I'm telling you, there's like, 600 people broadcasting through the network, and it's all different. Wow. All different things. I think you should have a show, actually. I was, oh, I was just going to say, you know, that's the one thing that I really kind of miss is that um, since the Olympics, really, well, I have done a lot of things since the Olympics. I, I um, worked for uh, ABN Magazine for about five years uh, writing movie reviews for um, Todd Hunter, was my editor, and um, I wrote movie reviews uh, starting, initially they started it because I had to be cleared with Playboy to um, to have my picture on there and my byline and stuff, and I started reviewing the uh, Playboy videos, the Playmate videos and things, and then um, they 
Playboy just kind of forgot about me, I guess, or whatever. And they started, AVN started sending me a lot of other videos like Hot Bodies and, and, but mostly softcore stuff. I mean, it, well, all softcore stuff, really. Um, of course, the definition of softcore has expanded. I was going to say, we know that what AVN is, is adult video news, dear. Can't right. pull the wool over my eyes. <laughs> right, exactly. I know you'd know who it was. And um, so I started doing more and more and more. And uh, I worked there for about five years. And I loved writing. And I loved doing the reviews. It was such fun. And um, and since that ended, um, I uh, my editor was moved to another publication. And um, uh, things just kind of changed around. But I have been just kind of casting about for something interesting and challenging to do and I would just love to do I mean as you know I'm so shy it's very hard for me to talk to people yeah you're so shy (laughs) (laughs) you're the shyest out of all the people I've met over the last you know 40 years or so like you sound like really shy well you could start by co-hosting some shows with me if you want to tell I would love to do I that. I mean, you know, seriously, because I, I, you know, I have guest hosts sometimes going in and out, and like, if you wanted to, um, I, it could be, you know, you know, the Diane and Cindy show for a while. I yeah. don't care. I've been doing this for three years. It's not new to me. I don't feel ownership. <laughs> but you know what well, we have to do, it, and it, I think of—I mean, I can think of offhand just you know a number of people that would be um, you know really, really I think interesting and challenging to to talk to. Uh, you know, as a matter of fact, Todd Hunter being one who was a, a senior editor at ABN for many, many years, and of course always goes to the ABN awards. As a matter of fact, accompanied me to the Playmate of the Year luncheon two years ago. Um, oh, and, did he? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. We're very good friends. No, Todd's very, very sweet. I, I, you know what? Of course, everybody at Playboy started to have to know Todd because Playboy was getting into the hardcore business. Right. So, I mean, it, for once when you would have been shunned for being an AVN, it really became a part of the family. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's funny how things go. It, it is. It but is. He's and I'm very good friends with Todd. I mean, I know his wife. I know his kids. Uh, you know, I just, uh, he's a wonderful guy and very, very, not only is he knowledgeable about all all things porn and all things political per his website todd-hunter.net um, but he also is he should write a coffee table book on Hollywood. He grew up in Burbank. Wow. He drive you around and point out every building and say, that's where Lana Turner lived, that's where so-and-so lived, that's where Betty Grable, and uh, when she was married to this fellow, I mean, he's just a wealth of information on everything to do with, um, you know, Hollywood in the in the. 50s and, and 60s um, because he, he should he should well he, it's like star maps in, in a beautiful yeah. coffee take, take table book format right exactly, that's exactly right I keep trying to trying to talk him into doing this but uh, at the moment he's got two boys in college and he's working full time so it's a little hard to try to squeeze that in but yeah, uh, no well that I, I know I think it's great and listen so you, I guess you've been to the avian convention uh huh and you know who goes? My husband goes. Why? <laughs> I know that sounds like really funny. Like I get I get out of porn and he gets in. But <laughs> I'm just gonna say <laughs> no. But it's just really funny. He's one of the most preeminent lawyers in. Um, I read that. Yes, in it, in the industry. No, no, but in in the porn industry especially, 
because of copymark and trademarking and intellectual property and really protecting individuals. And wow, companies. that's great. Because, you know, in the porn industry, it kind of like, you know, <laughs> they had to set their own rules. And yes, what happened was with the Internet is, you know what, porn stars really needed to protect their identities too. Exactly, exactly. And um, you know what, he's, He's kind of like the go-to guy, and he's such. I love him to pieces, but he's such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> now I've seen a picture of him, and he doesn't look like a nerd to me. He looks I like mean, a good-looking no, guy. He, no, he's just. It's just. I, listen, I fell in love with him because he's kind of a nerd, you know. And listen, <laughs> I have to also say that I want to remind you that Tony Ann Peck and John Fitz are the people that introduced me to him. Oh, did you know that? No. Well, because John Fitz is one of his is one of David's biggest clients on the hotel side. In fact, they share office space. Oh. And Tony does her design business, you know, out oh. of John's office. So, oh uh, my! I can't believe you didn't know this. I mean, you're one of the playmates that, like, I always talk to. I can't. I believe know, I know, but I guess I just, you know, for some reason, we just slipped on past how you met, and all you could tell me was, you know, how hot you were for it. <laughs> No, my God! I mean, this is like a big thing. I, you know, I can't believe you missed this, and we have to go on break soon. But I'll tell you more. But it, it, you know, remember when I was dating Tom the dentist? Yeah. Because you know he was. It was like such a big romance because Blood right. was out of Playboy. Yeah. And um, you know, then we broke up, and I was kind of floundering. I mean, you know, I didn't know sure. how to not be with a man. You know. Yeah. So um, then Tony and John, you know found me at some kind of party, I don't know, and I was, I, I don't even know what party it was anymore, and um, they're like, where's Tom? And I'm like, oh, we broke up. You know, it's so hard when you break up with somebody and it's like, yeah. oh, we broke up. It's yeah. kind of like this public tragedy. It's horrible. It, and yes. I said, in fact, I'm with this date right over there, and somebody fixed me up immediately with this Tom Waits singer guy. <laughs> <laughs> And I said I left him at the bar with the tequila, and um, <laughs> and John is the one that said we should set her up with David. And Tony kept on saying, uh, "No, no, no." And I'm like, "Why are you saying no? Like, no, they're not for each other." And John's like, "Sure, they're both tall," and you know, and and then like Tony's like, "I don't think so," because I think that Tony thought that I, you know, because Tom was like a showy rich guy, that that's the kind of guy that I wanted, but that's yeah. really not the kind of guy that I wanted. But listen, let's take a break, and we have one more segment, and I'm looking forward to it. You're doing great. Okay, great. Thanks. Okay. Talk. 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 That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rock and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production with 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment, that's R-A-K-N-R-O-L-L, entertainment.com. 
or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. Rock and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakn.rollentertainment.com Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now let's get back to more stars of PR. Here's your host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Diane, we have to wrap up. We were blabbing, and oh my God, we, I, have to, I, want you to be, um, I want you to be a guest host with me. Oh, that would be so wonderful. Okay, so listen, I'm announcing it to the programming people now. Listen very carefully, Voice America. Diane Chandler from DianeChandler.com is going to join Cindy Rakowitz, you know, from time to time as a co-host, and it's announced right now. And now we have to go, because you have to talk about your wonderful life. I, I just can't believe it went so fast. I You're can't on. You either. can tell the world now, okay? Okay. All right, listen, thank you for coming on, and now you'll be on a lot more. Thank you for having me, and I look forward to talking with uh, with your audience and bringing on uh, some very interesting guests for them. Love I think it. they will find them fascinating. Okay, have a great day, Diane. You too. Bye. Thanks, Cindy. Bye-bye. News. News. 